1: Penny
0: Pizer, and you're listening to TV Confidential. I'm a regular guy that got caught up in extraordinary circumstances. This story is as accurate as it is unbelievable. Ed Robertson along with our guest, Natasha Blasek. Natasha is one of the stars of Paul T. Goldman, Paul T. Goldman, the offbeat series executive produced by Seth Rogan that combines elements of documentary storytelling, reality TV storytelling, traditional storytelling, while also sending up the conventions of true crime series Paul T. Goldman, now available, streaming on demand on Peacock. Natasha Blasik will soon be seen in the feature comedy All-Star Weekend, starring and directed by Jamie Foxx. Natasha also has a movie coming up called Mom's Rising. We'll ask her about that in just a second. She also appears in the award-winning video game Immortality and performs in the band Snowflakes along with her husband Martin Blasik. Natasha and Martin's single Ukraine will prevail available on Spotify. You play a real person, or I think, I think she's a real person. It's a historical <laughs> drama called Mom's Rising, and you play a woman who saved the lives of 52 children during the Holocaust. What can you tell us about that movie? How, how did you land that part?
1: Oh, well, I auditioned, and as soon as I start reading and Googling that person, it's like her name is Luba Trzynska, Frederick, and I was just amazed that somebody could do such incredible things, because... I auditioned, and then I, once I got the part, I had some time to prepare. So I watched and I read everything that I could find about Holocaust, and uh, and I listened to, like, witnessed, uh, recordings of people who survived, and just hearing, like, what horrors were actually were happening, and people that like, barely were making on their own. Uh, she's a person who saved 52 children. It's, like, it's absolutely incredible. So it just, like, Kind of gasp around this idea and i remember the first day uh on the set we had 25 children and i talked to director scott sur- um survived and uh, he, he's like can you imagine this is like only half of children that she saved wow it was just like, it was kind of just crazy to realize that it's like what kind of incredible person can can do that and just like play her and scott was really He's a very, um, kind of like, very to direct, very gentle, and very artistic, and he does give you a lot of, just like, inspiration, and he was just telling me, like, you know, you're channeling her, I see her spirit around you, mm-hmm. and once he said this, it's like, it kind of like really settled me in a good way, and I was like, wow, I have an opportunity to bring life, to bring to life this incredible story of this incredible woman, and, you know, like who knows? Maybe she's watching. and like I hope she does. I hope she can guide me. So I was just trying to relax and kind of listen to my intuition. And it was absolutely incredible experience just to bring to life somebody who's I don't know. Even like playing her, I'm like I still don't understand how did she do this? Something so incredible. I mean, she's out. Like she's such a brave person, but it's like beyond. Like, like people say, believe in yourself, and she definitely did something that was nobody else could do in those steps and then she succeeded it's
0: incredible mom's rising is not the first time you played a real person uh, a few years back you played and you're, you'll you'll correct me if i get this wrong you played marlon brando's mother in a movie directed by Damien chopper correct
1: oh yes 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 uh, marlon's Brando's wife
0: oh his wife okay
1: yeah anna Caspi. and yeah i read her book and um, and i was that was interesting that was like fascinating to actually get to know her story and then um, play her in certain like stage of her life, knowing all the story behind her was, it was like very, like it was fascinating, like really fascinating, you know, see what she went through and now it's like more and more I um, go through kind of my Hollywood story. More and more, I understand her, and I see even more like where she was coming from, and like what's going on in life like this. So that was very interesting. It was, it's always nice to be like a part of history, like real history, the real Hollywood history. It was, it was really fun. Was uh,
0: fun. You, you may have touched on this before, but when you play a real person, whether oh. it's whether it's Luba in Mom's Rising, or whether it's Marlon Brando's wife, I mean, there's a certain amount of legwork. You do, if they have a book, you read the book, otherwise you... But that sort of homework aside, do you approach the character the same as you would if you're playing a fictional character, or do you approach it differently because it's a real person?
1: Well, I think both. I think kind of like I try to find my own truth in this character, Mm -hmm. and then I, as much as possible, study and trying to embody and kind of take their mannerism and take their... Like, whatever I can find. And it's kind of combined them both. Mm-hmm. It's just really fascinating. Like, I love the, that craft that is just kind of, you know truly crafting the human out of yourself and what you see and what you study. And um, it's interesting, in uh, in Luba's case, I saw, as soon as I saw her picture, she reminded me of my grandmother. Oh, wow. I even sent it to um, the to director, to Scott. I said, like, look. It's like it, it looks like my grandmother. You know? Little, <laughs> maybe it's like a sign of something that I have to, like you know, like that was meant for me to play this character. It was like absolutely amazing, and um, and it's like more. I was kind of watching, you know, like uh, Luba studying Luba. I actually saw similarities between her and my grandmother. So, and I was like, and actually, when I was, you know, creating the character, I was taking like what I remember from my grandmother. So it was actually an interesting mix kind of
0: creating those, that character. Moms Rising will be coming soon. Moms Rising featuring our guest, Natasha Blasik. One thing I, I like about just learning about your background, Natasha, is you're a natural beauty, but you do not rely on your beauty, you look for characters. And in the case of Luba, just as one example, um, you know, not that she was not a beautiful woman, but in, in assuming her identity, you allowed yourself to really draw deep down on who she was as a person versus external beauty. Uh,
1: thank you for saying this. I do think it, it's nice and it's in a way. Like to show this like inner world shining through, and I think that's like good acting. It's all about that anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, in Lubas' case, it's like yeah, she was charming and and loving, but it was in conditions that she was in those you know in the Holocaust. So it was like hard to make yourself like you know like what we can you know pretty and <laughs> all. But it's like your inner world shining. So bright and such a beautiful spirit that it was like, and that's that's what, what humanity is all about. It's like, it's nice that we can make our kind of outer castle pretty and, you know, shiny, but the true beauty lies always within us.
0: So, Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. couple of more questions, if I can. Uh, speaking of beauty, um, you were one of the finalists in the 2003 Mrs. World beauty pageant. The host that night was Florence Henderson, Mrs. Brady. Did, did you watch Brady Bunch as a kid? Was it kind of surreal to meet her?
1: I was not watching. I watched it after. Okay. So, like, knowing, like, uh, you know, uh, when I heard who she was, I watched it after, and I absolutely loved her. But meeting her in person, she was just such a lovely, such a warm, warm person. It was like the warmth, and like we're talking about inner beauty. Her so inner beauty was like absolutely like magnetic, and just, it was just, it, she, as soon as I met her, I kind of, I fell in love with her, and I was like, I wanted to see more of her, more of her work. It was like, it was a fun experience, because I'm like, I, I believe like, do bring can bring like the worst in us, and also can bring the best of us. And I think for me, it did bring, like, a confidence about my language because I had this kind of shyness. I was like, well, I'm a foreigner, I have an accent. And then I was, like, I was meeting all these amazing women, and they all had accents, and I was like, and I loved them so much. I was like, whoa, like, I totally admire those people, and I don't think about, oh, she has an accent, that's why uh, she's not good enough. So for me, it was, like, something that helped me to kind of, feel more confident in my skin that whole experience
0: this is one of those art imitate life moments going back to paul t goodman you play a mail order bride oh goldman goldman i'm sorry paul t goldman you play a mail order bride and paul t goldman i understand (laughs) in real life you are you are a mail order bride did the producers know that about you or did that come out later
1: No, it came out later and they were so excited they couldn't believe it they're just like it was like this is great time. This is like this is like such a coincidence. Everybody got so excited. and actually uh they, um I talked to like when I met Paul like first day of uh, on the set.
0: Paul being Paul Finkelman, the star of Paul T. Goldman.
1: I was like, I had no idea what's going on. Nobody knew what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. So I talked to him, like, just before we start filming next to the trailer, and I told him, can you believe it? I'm a male or a bride. And he's like, oh, make sure to say it to Jason.
0: Jason is Jason Warner, the director and producer of Paul T. Goodman.
1: I was like, okay. I don't know why, but okay. So I remember, like, and then I see the cameras not only shooting what we actually, you know, the scenes, but also the cameras around. So I was like, hey, what's going on with this? I did tell Jason that I'm like mail of bride and he was so excited actually it was like on camera and they even put it in, a, in the show. So it was like a mix of everything together and I never read the whole script. So nobody knew what's going on at least from the action side. We kind of, because I think they were molding it as, as we would go. And uh, you I mentioned you right now you saw two episodes.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it's it's a six episode series. I have yeah. seen the first two, and Natasha is in the second one, and her character comes back in the fifth and sixth episode.
1: Yeah, and uh, and the show it's actually it goes for such interesting character study. I think for me, episode four was like whoa, like that was like the most shocking. Four and six, how that because. I remember, like the first, um, uh, Jason released uh, five episodes, so he said five episodes to critics, mm-hmm. and everybody was like writing. It's like, okay, it all depends uh, on the sixth episode how he's gonna wrap it all up. And I remember, like before Jimmy Kimmel, because Paul went on Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. I wanted kind of to surprise him, and I dressed up as Madeline, and uh, just to kind of cheer him up. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I asked Jason, it's like. Do you think that the sixth episode is like, like, as good as you could, you know, make it? And it's like you think it's gonna like make the show. And he's like, he was so confident. He's like, yes, yes. And when I saw the sixth episode, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And, 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 and folks, for those who have not seen Paul T. Goldman, the best way to describe it is it's, it's, it's sort of true crime, but it's sort of a satire of true crime. Yeah. It's, it's sort of a documentary, but it's sort of a send-up a documentary. It's sort of dramatized, but there are moments where uh, you cut away and you realize you're on the set of a show being done for T- Peacock TV. And so there's a lot of meta Going on, for lack of a better word. But, and this goes back to your background as an improvisation, Natasha, I would imagine having had that background to improvise and to react in the moment to what your acting partner says on that set or what the director Jason Warner may say in the moment I I would imagine having that background and improvisation was an invaluable tool for you when you worked on Paul T. Goldman oh
1: yeah oh yeah and it just like just before pandemic started I went to the second city so actually just like knowing that I went there gave me like more confidence that I can survive this show. <laughs> 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 because it was like it was very uh, unusual circumstances and it's just like I w- like I wanted to do my best and to be as authentic as I can be to myself as Natasha and to character but uh, but at the same time I had no idea of what storyline are they molding and what is my part in that storyline? So that
0: was just like fascinating. Well, give it a surprise. Well, having watched the first two shows, uh, episodes of the show, including your first episode, I I can tell you you did a very good job. You were very good.
1: Well, thank you so much. Thank you. That means a lot. That means really a lot because. Yeah, I was like really nervous. How will it come out? (laughs) I was like, will I I come out as an okay person? You. I don't know.
0: You. (laughs) You come out as an okay person.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The, <laughs> N-
0: Natasha Blasek is one of the stars of Paul T. Goldman, Gold. uh, the offbeat comedy semi-documentary series produced, executive produced by Seth Rogen. Paul T. Goldman available now on Peacock. You can also, you will soon see Natasha in the feature comedy All Star Weekend. Uh, as well as the historical drama Moms Rising and the crime thriller Karagandas. You can also see her in the award-winning video game Immortality, while her single Ukraine Will Prevail, the single that uh, Natasha and her husband Martin Blasek performed with their band Snowflakes. Ukraine Will Prevail, available now on Spotify. Natasha Blasek, thank you so much for joining us on TV Confidential. I we'll have a chance to chat again soon.
1: Oh, my God, thank you so much. Ed. It was so nice talking to you, and thank you, thank you, thank you for having
0: me. We'll remember Harry Belafonte we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash